Welcome to Tafalado, the Brazilian Portuguese pronunciation for speakers of Spanish. This podcast is part of Brazil Pod and comes to you from the College of Liberal Arts here at the University of Texas in Austin. This is lesson number one. We will never again have another lesson one. And we should introduce who's here with us today and then we'll talk about what we do. Uh, my name is Orlando Kelm. I'm a faculty member here at UT and we also have... I'm Michelle Lima. I'm from Limeira, Sao Paulo, Brazil. I'm Valdo Oliveira. I'm from Bahia, Brazil. Jose Luis Montiel from Maracaibo, Venezuela. So a nice mix. We have a guy born in Canada, two people from Brazil, and one person from Venezuela. Um, we should probably say what Tafalado is and isn't. It's really practice in listening to spoken Portuguese. Um, it really isn't a grammar lesson. It isn't really a speaking lesson. Uh, we really just want to give people a chance to hear Brazilian Portuguese, hear how it sounds, and compare that to Spanish. Most people that learn Portuguese speak a little bit of Spanish. We want to make a comparison. And so we have a number of dialogues. These dialogues, Valdo and Micheli wrote, usually with some sort of cultural twist that we'll look at later on. And also they'll then be giving us different ideas of pronunciation. Today's pronunciation lesson is on the sound E. When do we hear that sound in Portuguese? And just to get us ready for the dialogue, whenever a word is written with an I, it'll sound E. And if the word ends with an E, it'll also sound E. And so what we'll do here is we're going to listen to the dialogue. We're going to ask Michelle and Valdo to read it twice. First time, kind of at a normal speed. And as you're listening to it, listen to that sound E when it comes out. We'll then ask them to repeat it again, and I'll give maybe a brief English translation just to make sure we're following along. Before we do start with the dialogue, let me remind people that you don't really need to understand everything we're saying here. The idea is to hear Portuguese, to hear how it sounds, to hear the sounds are different from Spanish. Don't panic if you don't understand everything. This really is a lesson in how to hear the sounds of Portuguese. So with that, why don't we hear the dialogue a couple of times. Que bife gostoso. Acho que vou pedir mais. Mas ele já trouxe a conta. E agora? É, você me disse que aqui era assim. Acho que só falta de educação. É o sistema deles, né? Mas se você continua com fome, pede. Ah, vou pedir um monte então. É isso aí. Wow, that was our first time through on lesson one. Sounded pretty good. Let's do it one more time, a little bit slower. And I'll give an English translation just to kind of give a sense of what we're talking about. But once again, we're listening for that sound E. Que bife gostoso. Acho que vou pedir mais. What a tasty steak. I think I'll ask for more. Mas ele já trouxe a conta. E agora? But he already brought the check. Now what? É, você me disse que aqui era assim. Yeah, you told me that is what they do here. Acho isso uma falta de educação. I think that's really rude. É o sistema deles, né? That's the way they do things here, right? Mas se você continua com fome, pede. But if you're still hungry, go ahead and ask. Ah, vou pedir um monte então. Okay, I'm going to ask for a whole bunch then. É isso aí. You go for it. Good, so that's kind of the English translation. But what will really help here is if we can hear it compared to the Spanish. And so we're going to ask to go line, line, line by line again. And we'll have Jose Luis give us a Spanish translation of those lines. And again, we're focusing on that sound E as it comes through. Valdo? Que bife gostoso. 
Acho que vou pedir mais. Que bistec sabroso. Creo que vou pedir mais. Que bife gostoso. Acho que vou pedir mais. Que bistec sabroso. Creo que vou pedir mais. Mas ele já trouxe a conta. E agora? Pero ele já trajo a conta. E agora? If I could interrupt here just for a second, just to kind of get us into those sounds. Did you notice the word for he is ele? Do you want to say that for me, that word? Ele. Ele. And it ends with an E, and it sounds... Ele. Ele. And I, Jose Luis was a Spanish speaker. You look at that word and probably want to go ele, right? Ele. Right. Ele. But it isn't. It's ele, because it ends with an E. Let's go to the next line, Valdo. É. Você me disse que aqui era assim. Me dijiste que aquí era así. Acho isso uma falta de educação. Creo que esto es una falta de educación. Ah, você me disse que aquí era así. Me dijiste que aquí era así. Acho isso uma falta de educação. Creo que esto es una falta de educación. É o sistema deles, né? Es el sistema de ellos, ¿verdad? Mas se você continua com fome, pede. Pero si tú sigues con hambre, é o sistema deles, né? É o sistema de eles, verdade? Mas se você continua com fome, pede. Pero se tu sigues com hambre, pídalo. If I could interrupt again, I think that word hunger is a great example. How do you say hunger in Spanish, José Luis? Hambre. Hambre, with an E at the end of it. Hambre. And in Portuguese? Fome. Hambre. Fome. Hambre. Let's hear Valdo say the word hunger as well. Fome. Fome. Isn't that great? That E at the end of the word sounds like E, E. Fome. Fome. Uh, next line, Valdo. Ah, vou pedir um monte, então. Ah, vou pedir um montão, então. Ah, vou pedir um monte, então. Ah, vou pedir um montão, então. É isso aí. Isso é. É isso aí. Isso é. Ok, great. So we hear that sound. Um, there are a couple of words that stick out to me. The word for meat. What is that, Valdo? Carne, bife. Carne, bife. They both end in that end sound. How do you say meat in Spanish? Carne. 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 Great example, great example. Um, now, we also, when we go over this lesson, there's a cultural reason why we made this dialogue about going to a restaurant. Uh, let's ask Michele and Valdo to talk a little bit about why you created this scenario that you did and what it meant. We should explain here that uh, both Valdo and Michele are from Brazil. They live here in the United States and they keep finding all these things that are different about being here. And that's what we wanted to key on for this one as well. So let's take a second for that. In many restaurants in the United States, the waiter leaves the check on the table to be nice so the customer can leave the place when he or she is ready. In Brazil, waiters bring the check only when the customer asks for it. Otherwise, it would seem that the waiter is telling the customer to leave. Has that happened to you while you're here? Yeah. yeah. And how do you, you actually do feel that way? Like, yeah. they're trying to get rid of me. You know, just really briefly, I had the, the opposite experience in Brazil once. Um, I got to the end of the meal, I asked for the bill, but because of my bad accent, he didn't understand it. And instead of getting the conta final, which is the final bill, he thought I said contra filé. And so instead of bringing me the bill, he brought me a whole new plate of food. And I didn't know oh, what to really? say to him. I gotta get out of here. So wow. big deal. I understand the feeling of uh, they're trying to push me out of the restaurant here.
Thank you very much. Getting back then to the pronunciation, uh, there are a couple of words I'd like to hear everybody say and a few things we want to alert Spanish speakers and English speakers to. First off is if you're a native English speaker, the tendency is to want to go eh instead of e. You know, we have words like hid, hit, bid, bit. And so when we see the word visit, we want to go visita. What we should really say, Valdo, is visita. 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 So the first thing for those of us who are native English speakers is avoid saying eh, eh, as in visita. And then for those that are native Spanish speakers, now the twist is it's when we see the letter E, we want to go E, but now at the end of the word we have to go E. So for example, how do you say in Portuguese, Valdo, he drinks? Ele bebe. In Spanish? El bebe. Ele bebe. El bebe. How about he is alive or he lives in a certain place? Ele vive. El vive. Ele vive. El vive. Okay, so we got a sense of those sounds. What we might want to do now is let's read the dialogue one last time, and listeners should have a pretty good idea now of that sound E, E at the end of it. So Valdo Micheli will hear our dialogue about going to the restaurant and having that check left on your table. Que bife gostoso. Acho que vou pedir mais. Mas ele já trouxe a conta. E agora? É, você me disse que ia queira assim. Acho isso a falta de educação. É o sistema deles, né? Mas se você continua com fome, pede. Ah, vou pedir um monte então. É isso aí. É isso aí. That's our first dialogue in the books. Uh, we would like to invite people, if you want to read more about this, this is the dialogue, this is the podcast, but we also have PDF files with a transcript and a translation in Spanish and in English and with a transcript in Portuguese. We'll also have different blog things for you to come and ask us questions on parts you didn't understand. And you can also check in and see pictures of Jose Luis to see what he looks like, and Valdo and Michele as well. So with that, our first lesson is done. Ta falado.